Hello, everyone, and this is Sex, Love, and Single Parenting. Uh, we were on a little bit of a hiatus for the past three weeks, so now we're back, and uh, we're ready to uh, spit our game again. So welcome to my, welcome to my host, uh, Karen, and we also have uh, a new guest here. Um, Karen is out, actually, so we had to get a guest. So his name is Ian Rainey. Welcome, Ian. Thank you. Very uh, appreciative of being uh, honored, I should say. I've heard so much about this podcast. So, Really? What have you heard? Oh, just a lot of good things. A lot of very good things about relationship status, how, and my name is Karen. <laughs> that is awesome. You say This is time. our podcast. This, is, this happens all the time now. It's got to so be. So, Corinne, Corinne oh, is I'm... actually out, and Karen is here. Karen, yes. But... It's okay. Right. I'm sorry. This is a part of our podcast now. Wow, this is perfect. Terrible. This is this is this is, is a, the running joke. This is the running <laughs> joke that I can't pronounce anyone's but name. How can you? You can get Ian as Ian, the easiest it's name to pronounce. So. Right. It's only you got three, that one right. Well, it's only three <laughs> three letters. That's it. Two so. syllables. Yeah. Three letters and two syllables. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ian, um, have you heard any of these, uh, any of our episodes, three episodes that we have put out? Uh, I heard parts of the last one you sent me the link to, so I took a look. And okay. Some good stuff. Okay, yeah, cool. Some real good stuff in there. So, Apple cool, cool. So, what, we got to talk about this. We, we want to know your opinion at the end of this podcast, like sure. how, how to make this better or, or what subject you would like to talk about later on when you come back. Okay. So, okay. we, ac- we so, actually, tonight, we're going to talk about dating versus distraction. That was actually brought up to us as a possible um, subject. So Cash likes to coin it as a placeholder relationship. So we're going to talk about that and talk a little bit about the swipe culture and um, how that's affecting dating, Um, not just in single parenting, but more than ever when you're a single parent, it's harder. So um, how are we dating versus distracting ourselves with relationships that might not be long term? So, uh, yeah, Ian, what do you think about the placeholder or the swipe culture? Yeah, um, I think we've gotten to a place where we, we do the, the, the placeholder or um, I like to call it transactional dating. So it's basically... Oh, that's good. That's new. Oh, that's actually really I have good. to write that down. Transactional. <laughs> so basically, okay. it, it's just no one really puts... Especially being single parents, um, it's tough. First of all, the dating world is brutal for single parents because you have kids involved in... You're trying to juggle career and, and trying to raise raise young ones at the same time and stuff. So, um, and incorporating social media into the whole factor, what you can do is you can now either swipe left, swipe right, find somebody, hang out for a little bit, and maybe see if you don't really like them or not. But you can you, you can scan through a thousand people in a night and see what you like and what you don't like. And so the transactional part is so. I mean, a cultural is is becoming even for single parents. It's becoming a lot more of the hookup culture instead of the long-term, you know, kind of culture that our, mm-hmm. what our parents, even grandparents went through, you know, where you met one person and you made a life with them, you know, basically. Um, uh, now it's, uh, I think, because of the demands uh, from our culture, from our society, and from ourselves, um, we, we try to find the, le- you know, the path of least resistance. So I think... Absolutely. Resistance. So it's the easiest thing for me to do instead of, putting the effort, you know, say for a guy, put in an effort to, you know, go out somewhere, meet somebody, you know, uh, and, and, tr- and trying that dialogue if you're going back and forth. If I can cut all that out and I can go on social media and I can, instead of one person, I can do it through 100, 
you know, people in one night. That just cuts a whole lot down and stuff. And so, but the, the mentality of that is, okay, now I don't even really have to put any effort into my dating life at all. So now it's being so. So, and do you feel like since you're not, since you're not putting effort into the dating world or in an individual person, do you feel like there's a disconnect emotionally yeah. with us personally? Yeah. National part comes in because if I if I meet so if I meet you on one of these cities dating apps and we meet right away, and you know um, if there's a little glimpse of something that may be off or anything, I can dismiss you right away and I can go to the next person and I can go to the next person and that's mm-hmm. the transactional part of it, right? There's right, no right. Effort, there's no getting really to know somebody who they really are. Um, if, if there's mm-hmm. even the slightest, you know, you don't even have to call it a red flag, but there's the slightest like, eh, I can just move on, you know. I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna find right. a person who's ready to go right here right now. It's easy. I don't have to put all this effort into it. So. Right, right. So, so Ian, um, uh, I'm glad you answered that question because uh, I want to know. I, I want you to tell the audience a little bit about your background. Um, now, now we do have a coined nickname for you, Pastor Ian, um, and uh, there's a specific reason for that, right? So. Um, uh, in a in a brief synopsis, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, um, real quick, from the church. Uh, my my dad himself is a pastor. I was a pastor's kid, PK, what we used to call him. And like mo- a lot mm-hmm. of PK kids, we kind of go off the rails because we've been inundated with church life for our first, you know, 18, 20 years of our life. Uh, that's what I did. So I went about a decade, a little over a decade, eleven years, uh, basically doing my own thing and and doing all kinds of transactional dating back then when there wasn't even a way to really do it. I just did it. And so, um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I got my life turned around, got my life turned back around. So. Well, oh, oh, wait, wait, can we go back to that real right. quick? So like, like you're saying that you were in an era era when there was no swipe culture, yeah. but you still did transactional sure. dating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, okay. the environment I put myself in, um, it was readily available. So, um, it, it just, I was heavily involved in the, in the night, nightlife community, um, and involved in that. So I got to meet a lot of people, um, three, four, five nights a week. And so it was very transactional at that time. It was, it was, yeah. I mean, if, there, if you were, if you were good to go and I was good to go, then, then, you know, then you could, you could take care of business for the night and, and hook up and stuff like that. And there really wasn't a whole lot of effort being put it into it. And I think that was a precursor. I think that, Dating in the '90s, you know, in the young age, and, and say, you know, I was in my 20s during the '90s. It was a precursor to what would it, what was, uh, what's going on now. It's kind of like I think we were, unfortunately, I think laying the groundwork and the groundwork that that we didn't need to um, kind of go down the path of our parents and grandparents again. You know, it was like you meet somebody right. and you build a life. It was like, well, this person may not be Mr. Right or Mr. You know. You know that we said, well, they're Mr. or Mrs. right now, and so I'll take care of this right now, like whatever my needs are, you know, and so that's what it was. Well, good, Karen. Oh, now I was gonna say so, but now it's um, it's a lot more prevalent mm-hmm. because you have the easy access yeah. by looking at your phone, yeah. but um, I mean, personally. I didn't go through that. So it's probably more, is it gender specific? Like where, um, um, I think it was, probably, I mean, you could, yeah, no. I mean, I don't think I could pick up whoever wanted. I mean, Cash yeah. and I always talk about this, but, yeah. um, since you were in that industry, yeah. um, yeah, it was easier for you than yeah. like, say wasn't in that industry. 
Yeah, I think definitely the environment, the industry, the you know work the that I was working in um, had that mentality. You know, it was just finding somebody. You know, for the night to meet whatever needs you were, and um, you know, if and here's the thing: mm -hmm. the intentional was just you know one night of intimacy compared to one night of sex. I mean, that's what it was. And maybe, maybe there was a relationship coming out of that. You know, maybe you know if you really kind of sort mm -hmm. of like each other and you want to call or whatever. But the intent, you know, as far as I was concerned during that time, um, was just tonight, right now. That's it. Tomorrow, I'm moving on. You know, and that was kind of like how how I responded to that. What people uh, in that environment kind of responded to that. You know. So talking about the hookup culture and. Um... If you did hook up, if you did hook up with someone, what was the percentage that you would actually want to build a relationship with that person? 1%. Because one percent, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, so, so here's, um, and here's, okay, so here's here's the big thing. If if I'm going to meet somebody, and th again, this is my past life. This is not my life now. My past life was. If I was going to meet somebody and that transaction happened, like intimacy, sex, and all that stuff, there was it was pure self gratification, right? And my mentality was, well, if this person, the girl, is doing this with me, she's probably doing it with a whole bunch of other guys, anyways. So my respect level for her was very, 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 very low, you know. Um, and so I, I didn't, I didn't have that goal of trying to meet somebody or, or something like that. If you were in that environment and constantly in that environment we saw each other and stuff like that that wasn't that wasn't the goal and stuff like that so again it was it was a self-gratification it was a self-use kind of like one and done kind of thing going you know transaction if you want to call it going on so it's basically distracting mm -hmm. yeah like mm -hmm. you're distracting yeah. from well at that point you're i mean if you're in your 20s you're probably not looking to get married anyway no, you you <laughs> right and it was and it was definitely you know but yeah no go ahead but i'm finding though um and being this in, in my case that a lot of men now in their fifties really doing this or, and women, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I could be <laughs> distracting or yeah. being a placeholder or, or finding yeah. a placeholder um, that since we did it in our twenties, it's the pattern that we learn. So then we're yeah. actually doing it again yeah. as we're older because it's something that we're used so to I, doing. So I, I think I can build on that. The reason that I, I feel like like men and women over the age of 40 are doing the placeholder and the swipe culture now is because, you know, we a lot of us have been through a divorce and being single parents or just being single after a long-term relationship without even kids, right? So uh, we do have a culture of like, like this new age culture of finding yourself and and we didn't have that in the 90s and the early 2000s right it was like it, it was like either you had your shit together or you didn't you know it's like it's like you you get you graduate high school you go to college or or whatever trade school whatever you do you find a girl you get married you have kids you know it was like that kind of progression and in, in between if you had fun you had fun in between but like now it's like mm -hmm. it's like this huge awareness um uh movement that we have in our culture that 40s and 50s and 60 year old men even and women, they just have this. Uh, they they they're getting into the swipe culture because they feel kind of like that they deserve something better all the time, 
You know, they, they, they don't want to settle. They don't want to like, these are the key words that I always hear is like, I'm a strong person. I don't need to settle. I don't need to, you know, uh, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I know my value. I know what I bring to the table. But is it, is it settling or, or avoiding actual well, like, our, our, intimacy? Our cult, because the problem, the key not, is, like, our cultural keep... is built around it now, though. Again, it's our cultural yes. is built around it. It's, it is, it is to the point now where it is a me first mentality period and so you see this so you'll see this oh i'm, I'm living Absolutely. my best life now you're living better your best life now by burning five six seven relationships because they didn't fit whatever right whatever right you know, persona or whatever you were looking for or something like that so you're see you're seeing this happen and 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 you're with social media it's it's expanded on this hey it's about you don't worry about anybody else who cares what everybody else thinks it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you so if i don't meet somebody like that or if I meet somebody and then I meet somebody else who's like that, then I'm going to burn this relationship and go to the next one and stuff. And so our, our, our what we're being inundated again, large partly in our culture and our society and through social media, which is just, just almost literally brainwashing us in this effect is that it's all about me. It's all about me. It's not about anybody else anymore. Um, if you may fit that profile and roll somewhere down the line, a person, okay, then maybe. But you know what? I'm going to do me. Well, and that's it. You know? Right. Well, it's funny because <laughs> when, when you have two people that are all about me, you don't no, have a relationship. What you have is, no. is a tip, you have a tit for tat relationship or you have a, 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 a competitive relationship and not, not built on trust or, or, or companionship, there's right? No, it's, there's no there's foundation no, building anymore. There's zero foundation building. Right. Zero. And it's I, and about, I wholeheartedly about, agree your expectations and somebody else is about what can you do for me? That's what it is. What can you right. do for me? Again, we talked about this. So do, are you, am I upgrading say money wise, better looks wise, finance wise, better job wise? How am I, Wonder, how am I yep. going to get better with you? Like you Upgrade, see, you see yeah. means it's like, yeah. it's like, Oh, if, if somebody's not chasing the same goals you are, then they're not worth the time or something like that. So, so you, 100%. Look, at, you look at the next person and you go, okay. Oh, if you're not doing X, Y, and Z, how are you helping me? You see what I'm saying? That's it keeps being inundated right. in ourselves and stuff like that. It's supposed to be all about. So yeah. I'm all about me, and you need to be all about me. You know, so. right? Yeah, but then now if I'm 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 all about me, and you're all about you, it never works. But uh, go ahead, Karen. I'm but, sorry. No, but it's okay. You know, like the hashtag Me Too movement. I'm gonna probably get a lot of shit for this. Okay, but um, I don't they... think you will. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> not from you guys, but um, I think sometimes it can be too taken too far. Um, you have to value yourself and be for yourself and not self-abandoned in a relationship, but it doesn't have to always be like for you. Like you need to compromise. Like you need to talk. You need to, um, it's not like, oh, he doesn't like make enough money. He doesn't do this. Oh, you know, I'm just going to try someone else. It's um, so. So it's, it's funny you say that because that Me Too movement, I just, I just, I was speaking to a girl uh, yesterday or today, I forgot when it was, but like, uh, I, I, I expressed uh, the comment that there's um, hyperfeminism now, and she's never heard of the term hyperfeminism. It's like over and, the top, like going extremely exactly. to the right instead of just exactly. what Me Too was actually about was was just equality right yeah. it was more more of like just your voice being heard right so like so I, for me I, even though i'm quite like i don't know if i'm coining the term but i i'm saying hyper feminism because the pendulum has so, swung so far to the right 
that that you know women have lost they they've personally lost connection with men right in the most simplest terms right in the most simplest terms but we've also lost a lot of our femininity because we've been trying to Absolutely. compete with men and be a man or think like a man or so both men and women can't have both masculine and feminine you know it's whether well, or not you know go ahead no, uh, I was going to ask what Ian no, thinks No, so about like that. you can be a strong woman, but still be feminine and still be kind and still be caring, but it doesn't make you less strong because well, you're right. not. Yeah, um, and I, I think what's happened now is that you've got a hundred different gender roles, right? And so the problem is that the lines have been blurred between men and women. There's no defense. There's no defined lines anymore, because if you do that, then you're some sort of gender shaming going on. So, I mean, like, like, a, like I'm, I'm a man, I can't have a baby. There's no way I can have a baby, right? Like I'm biologically <laughs> wired not to have a baby. I can help make a baby. I can help, you know, in the process of, of, of creating a baby, but I can't have a baby, you know? And so in the simplest forms, we're saying, oh yeah, now, now you, you can do whatever. You can change your sexual role. I can identify as a woman and somehow that makes me tune or something like that. It's just, it, 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 the roles have been so twisted now that we've lost, we've lost the, the, the role or the, the, the uniqueness between male and female. So I mean, that's just the bottom line. If I, if I, as a woman am, okay, I have never been able to do the friends with benefits. It's yeah. proven. I can't do transactional yeah. dating. That's not who I am. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's actually a physical thing that happens in a woman when she is intimate yeah. with a man. But the man, they just, can I just say this, pull out and that's it, where a woman is actually embodying that. So I think transactional dating what, what? What are they embodying? What are, what, what your are you DNA, embodying? Your DNA, your energy, everything. Because yeah, we I actually see. accept you yeah. into no, us. And, and, so it's completely different. It, it, I get it. Okay. Okay. I understand. I think, go no, ahead. I was going to say, I talked to some of my, oh, oh sorry. I talked to some of my women friends and the ones who actually think they're really good at transactional dating. I see that they are broken and they're missing something inside yeah. them. Yeah. And they're trying to fill that up with that yeah. instant gratification. Yeah. And I, I do mm -hmm. it sometimes when I'm in a relationship, it's the way to hook sure. someone, you give them like really good, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then you are left with that empty feeling after you've done that or you've gotten out of that yeah. relationship. Um, so the path of least resistance, is it actually really the least resistant? Because you're having to deal with yeah. all of that, then emotional yeah. damage from the transaction. Yeah, now it's, it's, it's the unfortunate aspect. And, and, and let me make something very clear. That past life of mine was awful. What I did to other women was awful. I mean, I used and abused women and got my own you know, gratification, and, and that was it. And there were a lot of women who thought, because we had been intimate that there was going to be something building on top of that a rela future relationship and there wasn't at all that was never my intention so that that um you know i just want to make that clear that that past life was it was horrendous man. I, I damaged a lot of people because of that and, and and you're seeing effects now is that the hookup culture is causing a tremendous amount of brokenness in people tremendous amount we see it mm -hmm. we, we see we i see agree it on, we i agree through, you know in our in our groups in our social media groups in our facebook groups we see amount of the anger oh, yeah. and brokenness and hurt and pain yes. that's the result of transactional uh, transactional relationships and transactional things and you do yeah you have women who are like well i'm just gonna be a guy i'm just gonna use guys for myself 
The problem again, again. <laughs> it's impossible. Because, I tried it. Because I know. Here's the thing. And here's the thing. We are wired differently. We have our own male mm-hmm. and female, you know, DNA, everything biological. We are wired differently. There are different. There, there are naturistic roles that we do have. And I and I know that there's going to be a lot of flack and stuff like that. Like, no, no, you're just you're shaming this. No, no, we are. And that's the problem is people need to understand that, that you are male or you are female and you need to go Mm -hmm. back to that. Otherwise you can have 50 or a hundred different gender types or you want to do, and you're going to end up with more brokenness and more hurt and more pain. And, and, and you're going to end up with a, with a completely broken society because it, because nobody wants, nobody wants to put themselves out anymore. Nobody wants to do that, you know? And it's a sad fact that women felt they had to do that just to either get back or men or just play the game or just whatever that, because women out of the two, the women are getting the most hurt by it. They're absolutely getting the most hurt by this transactional, um, there was a sex in the city episode and i remember because i was in my 20s and i'm like i'm just gonna fuck like mm-hmm. a man <laughs> you know and it just did not yeah. happen i can't do it yeah, i can't I, physically do it and any well, woman that's, who says, that's, and you know? i thought i that's... thought back then and i know tons of women love that for the empowerment blah blah and i'm like the end result of this series is that it's gonna have women even more broken more distraught more resistant to it more anything because Mm-hmm. The, the Hollywood stereotypes that it was portraying was awful for women. I mean, those weren't mm-hmm. those weren't role models to be watched or something. I mean, just for a pure entertainment thing, that was fine. But a lot of women took that to heart. They thought this is this is feminism being mm-hmm. empowering for himself. And I'm gonna like, you're gonna end up in a kitchen corner crying your eyes out in a tub of ice cream because you're they're like, what happened to me? No, but seriously, in, in, in that, on the kitchen you know, floor the or the bathroom floor, floor. Whatever, the bedroom, like going, what's you know. Because I thought this whole, you know, you know, empowerment femininity from Sex in the City was a good so, thing. So, oh, so let me let me bring that. I I pers- personally never seen. I have personally never seen Sex in the City, but um, uh, on, on a regular basis, I've seen an episode here or two there. But like, Ian, the way you're saying, like, you know, uh, that that specific show yeah. empowered women in in, yeah. in the wrong way. Um, you know, I would, I would have to have to, you know, agree to disagree a little bit just because like it has empowered women in different ways. Right. Negative and very empowering. <laughs> right. So there, I, there was definitely empowering women in there. Right. I, I, I completely understand that. Um, but I, I think that the story and the empowerment is a great message for the women. I think it's the women's responsibility not to have taken it literal, not to right. take it you know, it, it, it was it was the audience's job to take it as entertainment value and to take some good out of it, not the whole thing and say, like, that's it. I'm going to fuck like a guy. I'm going to go. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm a 45 I'm a, I'm a year old woman that's going to bone my way through New York. No, but that oh. was me in my 20s. and not now. <laughs> no, no, I get the that. problem. I yeah. have that with us. Look, look at the reality of our situation now. Look at, look at, you know what I'm saying? No, I so, get it. I so, get it. It's grown into that. But they weren't doing that then. They weren't doing that. See, so since, well, but it was since Sex in the City so is like... women le- coming out of the 80s into the 90s right. and saying, hey, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. If I want to sleep with a guy, I'm going to sleep with a guy. If I want to have a relationship with a guy, and then if, right. I, if, if I don't like him, I'm going to go have a relationship with somebody else and come back to this guy. It, it was it was the wrong... It was the absolute yeah, wrong it was, message yes, to yes. Yes. into women over and over and over again. And I know women... Like, my kids' mom watched that program religiously with their friends, with their girlfriends. 
and they all kind of like you know who you know they played the whole game of what character were you were who, who do you, you identify, identify with and, yeah and that kind of game and stuff and so it, it again you have this inundation going on going on going on and the end result is that is what 15 15 years later where are, are we are women more empowered today or are we seeing the results uh, of that empowerment where it's led to pain mm-hmm. and hurt and brokenness and so then then how do you um I don't want to blame this life culture for that then because I'm okay. So I'm trying to find the correlation between us like being empowered and having sex with the swipe culture where I find that it's mostly the men who are swiping like this, like this, where women actually will take the time to get to know somebody and see if it'll work out. But But, here's the thing, Karen, I'm 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 gonna be straightforward with you on this one. Women are gonna be shallow about it. Women are gonna be very superficial about it, as much as men are. Yes, men swipe away, but women intentionally go for the specific guy that's more visually attractive before reading their profile. Because okay. You, yeah. No. No matter. Okay. No matter how good. No matter uh, yeah. how good. No matter how good you write your profile your good looks isn't is 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 not going to hide that you're actually a jerk or you're actually like a, a douchebag or or a violent human being or this right. or that you well know? you can't find that out if you're a douchebag by a picture but um i do look at pictures so i look and see are they all like shirtless pictures swipe left okay i don't need to know like how much muscle you have um i look at their face their eyes i look at who they're with in their pictures um, and then I also see like if they're doing a lot of sports and things or stuff that I, w- I would like, but yes, I'm going to find someone more attractive. I will swipe right. I have not a type, but I have a general overall, like liking to certain guys of a certain height or, you know, weight or something, but it's not all that. Cause after I lo- identify that, I do read the profile where I, I understand. I understand that. I completely understand that. But the swipe culture is just as strong with women as it is with men. Only difference is you may taking that you may be taking that split second to read the profile mm-hmm. opposed to the man, right? But like regardless, like uh, you have a preference. Women women have the have the ability to pick and choose who they want. If we don't hit that criteria, we will get swiped on well, so here, quick here, it's not even here, funny. Here's my here's so I just just on no, Bumble no, no. Or, or like here's or on my anything. Question. Here's my question anything. because general. I, don't, I don't use any of those apps. I don't. I don't do that. Has, you are uh, on a dating site. Um, yes, on. you are. I saw you. <laughs> Edit that out. Yeah. It's your yeah. alter ego. <laughs> um, has has it made things better? Has it made relationships between men and women better? Has all of that no. stuff? No. Better. I think it's you know, and that's the thing is like. It's supposed to be this resource tool that, okay, because I, have, I live such a busy life and I don't have time to go out and do X, Y, Z, and I'm tired of going out to the gyms or I'm tired of going to the bars, I'm tired of going here, or tired of being set up on blind dates with my friends. It's supposed to be this great resource and tool. Right. It has. But has it made things better? And not only has it made things better, has it yeah. actually made things worse? Is it, is it, been de- is, has it, is yes. it now detrimental to male okay. and female relationships. I, I think it is. 
Um, because um, most of the relationships I've been in, after the three-month period, you actually see who they are because they have this, like, picture-perfect profile when you're smiling. <laughs> and, like, it, after being with someone, after three months, you kind of see their flaws or you see the stuff that you don't see. But if you get recommended by a friend or you meet them, like, through work or a blind date or something or in a bar, you actually can look at them and how they interact with people and know before you make the decision to invest, like if Cash said, oh, I have this great guy I want you to meet, I would take his opinion over a swipe. Thank you. (laughs) Because he knows me and I would actually prefer, no, (laughs) Eugene, would prefer um, the recommendation of a friend, I think over dating, but I mean, that's what's there right now, basically. Yeah. And, and trust me, Karen, it, it'd be awesome if someone actually set me up. But I have never had. I have, As long as I can remember, I don't think anyone has. Well, except for my brother. I don't think anyone has actually set me up with a girl. No? No. Hmm. I don't. Uh, no one. Not that I can recall. Well, all my friends are single and dating, so they don't really. I don't know. Um, or well, married. No, I, I'm not, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not that I want to get hooked up or anything like that, but I'm just saying, like, like I understand what you're coming from, and and I think it would be better if if someone that knew me on a personal level mm-hmm. that would say, "Hey, this girl is great for you, Cash," and and you know, I, again, my cynical side would come out and be like, "Are you sure I'm her type?" <laughs> you know, that's my cynical side because again, I'm a minority, and you know. And it, and it is what it is, you know. It, it's it's a preference. You're going to be the type of someone who's right for you. That's how I feel. Exactly. <laughs> You're exactly. not. We're not everyone's but, type. I'm not everyone's but, type either. So exactly. So <laughs> men and women have preferences, and some, and 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 you know what? I am not everyone's preference. Nor is Ian. Nor are you. Everybody has a different preference. Mm-hmm. So, sorry to go on this tangent, but like going back to like the the swipe culture, I th- I think the swipe culture itself has put us in a situation where we personally cannot connect with anyone, right? Mm-hmm. We cannot connect with a, with a female right now because we have to go through these um, uh, formalities of asking questions and, and, and trying to be funny and witty and banter and this. And some girl says, I like talking in sarcasm. If you don't understand, like, what is sarcasm? Like, are you being mean? Are you going to be a mean girl? That's are a you defense be nice? mechanism that they have. I mean, not, what, yeah. I mean it, well, why don't we say that? Why are we not saying, why are we not shining light on the fact that when a girl says, I, you know, I, my, my language is sarcasm. They say well, that on a dating profile? All the time. Oh, my God. Swipe left, dude. That's like a broken girl who doesn't want to have a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's but, how they, they, that's how they speak. If I told a girl like, oh, if I, on my profile, like, uh, you know, I speak in gifts, you know, they're going to be like, what the hell is a gift? You it's know? your love language. I'm, You're like, I'm at, it's my I'm, love language. I'm physical let me, touch. Let, let me ask Come you, know, touch me. That's a different point of view on a lot of stuff. How do we rectify the situation? How do we, how do we get back to people valuing relationships and valuing one another instead of the me, me the me culture? Uh, I, 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 I think I think the only way that's going to happen is if we let go of our our social media. I think social media has torn down our 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 intimacy levels. It's torn down our our levels of connection. 
um, and and just just that that deep connection that we can have with another person when it's not all thrown out in front of everyone. I think also um, you can see this. Our podcast is a very good start or the people who we touch, just talking to them. I right. have a group of women that we talk every day. We send text messages. We, we connect on a deeper level. Yeah, it's only women. So why can't guys do that? Why can't guys? We do. Yeah. We do. Right. I, have a, I have a guys group, and it's so, slowly building. But, but because, and, but, and, and, and Karen, this, this is the part that I'm telling you. Like Guys bond over activity. When we don't have any activities, we can't bond. It's very hard for us to bond. I mean, we have to be very secure with ourselves and very secure Bingo. with the other person. You just said that, though. Bingo. Secure with yourself. I think that's the problem. People aren't secure. And that's why they're in no, these not, relationships. Most men aren't. Yeah, most men aren't. So they're but getting the validation again, from this because they're not okay with who they are deep inside. Right. As Ian sure. says, filling the hole. Women are in the... Right. Filling the hole right. with, with yeah. distraction. Right. It's an instant gratification. Right, but women are in the same boat. Exactly. I know. I'm sorry. Did I generalize? Okay. Just like, (laughs) so. um, And and, and Ian. (laughs) No, it's okay. Uh, But Ian, what like like how how do you propose? Like, oh well, you know what? Hold on. Before we get to the proposal (laughs) of your solution to this, okay. I wanted to ask you a question on on with your past experience of the swipe culture or the 90s swipe culture opposed to your now swipe culture, which, you know, you've, you've experienced, how has your personal morals and your personal values reconnecting with God differ from then to now? I don't, I don't objectify women. That's the big thing. So, and we've had, we've had another, because there's another component in this. That we haven't talked about, and that and that is definitely the pornography okay. aspect of oh. this conversation, and that's that's that is right. huge. That is, you have porn on demand twenty four seven, and yeah, that, we that need... is a component of what yeah. we're dealing with in this society. Because here's the thing about if I'm a guy now, see again back when we were growing up, like I I had to go to my friend's house and see his dad's stash of Playboys, and that's how I got it. Now it's your 12 year old child can get on his cell phone and watch porn on demand 24 seven as much as he wants, you know, every day, all day long and all free. And not only that, the type of stuff that they're Mm -hmm. watching now is the most degrading, disgusting. I mean, it's, it's, it's humiliating women and stuff like that. And so now you're doing it now. So now I'm a guy, right. And I'm like, why do I need to put any effort whatsoever into a woman? I can get on my phone, take care of my needs. That's it. And so now that's transactional. Mm. So now I'm having transaction with my phone. That's my intimacy is right there. I mean, so if I get a woman, okay, whatever. Oh, you don't have it? Boom. Back to my phone, you know? And guys are doing it. Guys are supplementing uh, human interaction with, but- with this technology. That's, that's a huge distraction. And it's a huge, it's, it's a huge um, wedge in between those guys. It also desensitizes them to like, actually, when they are with a woman, it's like, it's never going to be good enough because it's never going to be like that. And absolutely. Um, You know, the the stuff that 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 young, young men are watching in in their, you know, preteen and teen years now, they're all they're doing is, is when they get older are going to be objectifying these women that they're going to be involved with. And they're going to turn them into whatever their favorite 
porn star was because their porn star did it for them. And so they, they expect whoever they're with now to act like that. And the sad fact is, is women are starting to watch it and thinking, oh, that I have to be that way to satisfy and keep a guy. I have to act that way. 100%. So you have, 100%. You have no intimacy in the, in the dating life, no mm-hmm. intimacy in relationships. Now you have no intimacy in the bedroom either. No intimacy in the sex part of this. So there's right. a disconnect everywhere here. It's a right. disconnect all the way down. You know? Well, hmm. I, I, I do believe that porn has a huge part to play in this. And, and, and the swipe culture itself, it, it correlates really well to it just because of the fact that you're not investing time with people, like you said. You know? That goes on. And then when you meet, you know, the thing about it is, is I guarantee you, and, and I've talked to other guys like this, if they do meet somebody on one of these swipe sites or whatever like that, and they get in real quick into the whole sex talk and stuff like that, they start having a conversation like they're watching porn. You know? And I've talked, and I've, and I've talked that like yeah. women too. It's like, like, am I like some porn star to you or something like that? Because that's how we're going and stuff like that. It's just the conversation now revolves around that. And it jumps into that where everything becomes, everything becomes yeah. Yeah. A lot oh, more. It's happened. It's, 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 I mean, how, how many women now are getting pictures of a certain male anatomy that they used to never now, because that's the culture we live in. It's this hyper sexual, culture that we live in along with the swipe left and swipe right kind of uh culture that's going on but we well that's we get them unsolicited all the time that's like and i'm like yeah yeah. when did i women are doing hold on hold on and i've experienced that i've experienced from the woman's side too where you know i mean uh, and and and, i've met a woman we've talked and she said hey do this this i'm like i'm not doing that so it it, it happens i I think i think it's way over on the male side stuff right but again Men are doing this because they're objectifying women, and they're objectifying women because of what they're putting in their brain or what's what they're watching twenty four seven. Now, you know, right? I mean, and and, and go ahead. I was gonna say I might send it to a guy that I'm dating yeah, like after right three that's four months, but yeah. I and that's it. No, it, it, I mean, but no, that it, but it, that it, goes there, to the person who can, I am, you and know, that, and, and how I value myself, result, and I want to be loved. The result of all this brokenness, this is all the pain, this hurt, is that I'm going to do whatever. And, there, and there's a classy way to do it. Yeah, but do you do that if you don't know the person yet? I mean, give me a break. No, you, You're not no, going to do that. No. I know you won't. Yeah, you don't. You, <laughs> no, you do it. You do it. Like the natural where when, guys are automatically just sending that to women without any women act, you know, acting for that. I'm guarantee you that's coming from what they're putting in their brain. You know, it's like what they're watching and stuff like that. Again, they're they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing it to these women because they've objectified women now because of what they what they've been watching. So, oh, if I right. like this, I'm enjoying it. The right. person, the girl who I'm like in this video is liking it. That means other women are gonna like this. Other women are gonna like this type of stuff. You know, and you hear absolutely. No, go ahead. So then, no, so then, how do you? Uh, it's like. That creates sexual addiction too, yeah. which is really hard for if you're trying to. I know yeah. a few people who have yeah, sure. been married to a sex sure. addict, and that's yeah. Because when if you start if you start young, you're gonna end up with a. You know, the problem is porn rewires your brain, just like any type of drug and stuff, and it can be as addicting as either coke or heroin. Mm-hmm. It's like doing mess with studies where the way that it stimulates the brain and and when you when you watch this stuff. Um, it's like a drug. And the thing about it, it's also like a drug is that 
the what you consider normal porn stops being stimulating, and then you have to go find a different. That's why there's a thousand different subcultures mm. of porn because everybody's chasing that next high in the porn because the, the, the sex between a man and a woman Ow. doesn't do it anymore. I gotta watch it till it gets down to a certain level where we talked about. We've talked about this before, the three of us. The fastest, one of the fastest growing segments of porn is violence against women, where women are being beat up, women are, are being treated wow. like right. animals in these videos, and that's it. And so the regular stuff just doesn't do it. And so now I'm getting down to this. So the problem with that is when you get intimacy, here's the thing when you go to have sex with somebody, they're going to start doing that and treating you like the person that's in their video, whatever they're supposed to be. So, so Ian, Ian, do you feel like this, this, um, addictive porn culture oh, has true. a part to play yeah. in the swipe well, culture it all, it all it all correlates okay. I would think and so. how, how, how so if i'm if i'm at home okay. so here's the thing how, if how, i'm at home like, and i'm a guy and i'm watching a bunch of porn on my phone i'm like oh okay this is this oh let me get on this app let me start swiping let me try to hook up with somebody boom 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 map <laughs> okay i talk i talk i talk boom, I now i'm sending yeah. a picture of this or that or the conversation starts uh. going that way and the conversation is not about Oh, hey, you look great. Now it's like, I want to do this to you. I want to do this to you, like this. I want you to be like this. I want you to be like this. Mm. Oh, right. You know, and that right. conversation just devolves into this vulgarity, this stuff that you've been watching earlier. You know? But then it's right. also setting Absolutely. up unrealistic expectations Absolutely. for the person that you're swiping. Like, I mean, if you're, you're going to see all these women who look normal, yeah. oh, no, you're no, no, to, no. You're no. trying to find Where, that girl who's going to fulfill that know. porn fantasy. A lot of times, if you start to keep doing it, and that's the unfortunate thing, mm. and that's and that's and that's and, 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 and that's yeah, no, it's it's, so it's funny. Who will do that? Because if I again, if I act like their porn star, their dream girl that they're watching, then I'll be able to keep them. And that is so. That is so. But that's a broken person that, attracting a broken person. It's yeah. not accepted as a rule. It is prevalent so much. I've talked to so they, many different yeah. people where so many girls now are being felt like they're. It felt like. All I feel like is we're making our own porn movie in the bedroom because I'm being treated this way. And I ask them, I go, so what do you like? The guy's mm-hmm. like, ah, I kind of sort of watch porn and stuff like this. And the conversation develops. And pretty soon, dude, this guy is 24-7 watching it without you. And so he's reacting all this stuff in the bedroom with you. So there's that disconnect that's happening, you know. So it's, it's part of it. It's all this instant transaction. Right. You know, throw a porn into it. It's stuff. It's just causing massive brokenness in relationships and stuff. And, it's, and again, and for us who are single parents – I mean, we're trying to do the right thing. We're trying to find a mate who can help us maybe, you know, be a, a role model or, a, or a, a mother figure or a father figure in our kid's life, potentially. And we're trying to find all these things. And all I am is finding out people who want to use me and abuse me for whatever. And it's so heartbreaking when I see, especially single women, because they're going through this stuff. They're thinking, I'm a single mom. I'm trying to do this on my own. I'm trying to raise and do this stuff. So now I got to act like this guy's fantasy all the time to keep him. You know, and that's sad. That's that's really sad that that mm. doesn't happen mm. that way. You know. Well, I, I, you know, it, it, it's funny because I, I I feel like sometimes, like recently, like you know, talking to some of the women out there, and and well, you know, there has been a lot of sexual talk, maybe maybe jokes or whatever, and sometimes like they'll be like, "Oh, I'd like to be choked," and this and that, and I'm like, you know, I. I and to me like okay there's a point for that there's a you know there there's a little bit of give and take on that some guys are not into that like guy like i'm not gonna sit there trying to 
like and, and choke question, you so hard that you're gonna you're gonna pass out. No, I'm go, not that so can I can I ask something? Okay. Do you think that it's because that person has had some type of abuse sure. where they actually sure. think that that could be like, normal? Because <laughs> like if someone reached like, my throat, I'm like, get the hell of off me. That yeah. flew in my no, no. I get. Yeah, part of it. I definitely have, I definitely believe it was abuse. Uh, I mean, like me personally, I don't like to be scratched. Uh, like I don't want anybody scratching the shit out of me in any way whatsoever. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be turned yeah, off so be, fast. It that be, it's it not even funny. Trauma. It could but be like, early relationship trauma, you know, again, you know? again, like the, the earlier and earlier that or the earlier that our boys and I, and in fact, I just had this conversation with my oldest son about, about porn and about all the, the the dangers of it and what it does and everything like that. And he tells me, he's like, Dad, everybody, he's like, half the kids at school watch it on their phones at school. At school, they're watching. Yeah, it. yeah, they are. Oh God. And so I does had, this? I have yeah, to have so a talk with my sixteen-year-old. The dangers of it and everything. And the problem is, they're twelve and thirteen-year-old kids, and now they're going down even earlier into grade schools where their fourth and fifth and sixth graders are being exposed to this, and they're being their brain are being completely being rewired. Right, and they're and they're lo- women. Right. how to be women, how to have relationships and everything like that. So when they get into like their maybe teenagers when they have their first relationship, they're they're, they're emotionally just deep. I mean, there's no emotional attachment whatsoever. Right. It's, it's, just this, it's just this act that they see. And the problem okay. is the women on the other end are being broken by this. So they think, you know, they think if, oh, if you choke me, now I'm going to have this intimacy with you, which is, 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 is asinine. It's just it, it, it's it's beat me up, choke me out, do these things to me because I enjoy them because then I know that maybe I'll keep you in the end. And it's just wild. It's just, it's sad. It's, yeah. That's like, and you see a lot more that, that is see, actually the thing about this. It is like when you start seeing all the, the, the joking memes and stuff like that, it's just like, Oh, this, 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 and choke me out. Like, Oh, buy me flowers, buy me candy, take me out, hold my door open. At the end of the night, you better be choking me out. Like you see those memes coming out and it's just like, there's a definite disconnect and definite between intimacy and relationships that's going on here. And it's yeah. just like, there's this underlying kind of violent tendency now that's creeping up and you're seeing it more and more and more, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, I do believe like in the mm-hmm. swipe culture, we, you know, I, I feel like, you know, me personally, if I see a girl that has tattoos and, you know, just looks a little more, um, I guess just more um, open, risky, edgy. Risky. Yeah, yeah, edgy. Yeah. edgy. You think like, oh, I'm like, edgy. Mm, yeah, like yeah. you know, yeah. like I got tattoos. I'm edgy, but like you know, like yeah. I like I feel more of a connect to that because uh, I, you know, growing up I was broken. Growing up I was abused and everything. So yeah. this is someone that could probably most possibly understand me. You know, yeah. And, and yeah. go ahead. So what? Yeah. So, but you don't know, like how, let's say I would be, I have no tattoos. So it doesn't mean that I don't like, you know, to be a little edgy or risque. So you would no. just like swipe on that. No, no, like, I wouldn't, me, I wouldn't like, say a, that. A nice but I, no, but I, the, the, the attention and attraction is going to go to the girl who's most revealing in those pictures. Right. Like, yeah, like so I'm, so I'm more attracted to a girl with that. tattoos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. more attracted to a girl. Like, so gotta, I mean, if you got somebody like. So when no. you look at it, I'm oh, sorry, when you have someone, I have like a semi-professional picture on mine um, and I have cowboy boots and something else. Um, I don't have one boob picture. I don't have one thing. So how would you identify, 
like who is the hookup and who, who's the placeholder like if you're looking for that or distraction no you're not we gonna swipe, swipe on, on me because i Listen, look like we swore <laughs> look no no I no no, no. hold on, on. Out of you. <laughs> we men swipe for numbers okay because we don't know who's going to match with us right and when women start matching with us right. and say hey we got a match we got this match we got that match cool now we, we now we read the profile and weed everyone out now when we see that's my picture well i mean like, yeah oh, we can't even so, see it so, it looks like so me. when we start yeah. talking to you <laughs> you know hopefully hopefully <laughs> you know we can get to a point like if if i'm being a dirtbag and i and i only want the hookup i'm going to start steering the question as sexual as possible right Oh. So like I'm gonna test the oh, waters, yeah. and the minute I get uh-huh. a bite, it's it's on, you know, like 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 the conversation is just gonna flow that way. Yeah. Now if I, yeah, so like on now if I'm gonna yep. if I <laughs> if I see this girl and she's like kind of like the girl next door look, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, like I you know I feel like I can actually talk to this girl, have a conversation with her, you know, I can see something going with her, but now. The girl next door is broken because like 20 other douchebags before me, like try to hook up with her. Yeah. So uh, again, the, the, the placeholder, <laughs> yeah. the hookup culture, the swipe culture, again, these are all trained ideas that we've been put through in the past five to 10 years. Right. Like, like dating apps only just recently right. started, right? Like what, 15 years ago? right so well match was around I yeah think. but match, Matt, been around you know everybody keeps saying matches for people that want to get married tinder and bumble tinder and bumble no, have it, the highest rating of of any of these apps right now because people want easy access they want simple profiles and they want they want direct connection right away like they, like like we said it's a hookup culture right match indicates yeah. And e-harmony indicates like weddings, indicates long-term relationships, indicates like all that stuff. I, you know, I'm general. Yeah, it's marketing. That's marketing. Right. So I might That's, be generalizing here, but it's Bumble, that. Tinder, and OkCupid, and some of these other apps that are like more, you know, straightforward and and just accessible and and more affordable. You know, they're they're for that hookup culture. They're for that you know, meaningless six, six month relationship, three months relationship. It's, it's there for you to start your, um, I guess, start that like mental change of objectifying the women, you know? So how do you qualify then a placeholder relationship? I want to hear like from, from you, like, is it, can it be more than a month or can it be like just a, is it just someone that'll do for now because you're not, um, ready to commit or is it just because well, you just want to well ian what do you what do you fun? feel like is a placeholder and have you experienced it or do you, do you is there a place in that well i mean for me it it well it's for me it's a very short term between if i again my, my parameters are gonna be a much much different than i think sure. both you guys on what what's acceptable and not what's sure. acceptable and stuff like that for me, it's going to be dating with intent. And so that's, that's for me. So I may talk to a person a couple times maybe and just see if we're on the same page in a lot of different areas. So with me, it's going to be my spirituality, my faith, 
you know, where they're going, you know, different morals and values and, and those things. So I kind of like, you know, I say, Hey, look, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. You know, um, what, you know, so you have, I mean, basically like anybody else, you'd have sort of have like your little checklist or whatever, but um, it's definitely not for the hookup culture. It's not for doing those things. It's, it's, it's intent. And so um, it's, it's, it's going to be, if it's not going to be like that, it's going to be quick. So, um, you know, so that, that's what I'm, uh, uh, that's okay. just kind of like what I mean. So I may be talking, I may be talking to somebody, but it's, it's either going to, yeah, okay. or no. Yeah. Quick, um, so, so uh, we don't have a lot of time left, but I, I will say a lot of my opinion about this. I, I think the placeholder in my opinion, um, it, it's not currently in my life. Um, uh, you know, and, and, you know, whether, even though placeholder uh, dating is not in my life, I, I, like you said, Ian, I date with intent. My intent is to be in a relationship. I think I'm healthy enough to be in a relationship um, emotionally and, and physically and mentally. Uh, not to say that I don't have my waves of emotions, but at the same point, I'm still working on those little nuances of my emotions that, that, you know, every, every day people go through as, as divorced single parents, right? So yeah, yeah, sure. that's just being oh, human. Exactly. That's just being human. So, uh, you know, there, you know, there is no place yeah. in my, in my personal, you know, circle to do placeholder dating. Like, you, you know, if I want to date someone, I'm going to date, date them and I'm going to swipe on them with intent of dating them intent of, uh, you know, there's, I, I feel there's already a, a attraction in, in visually and there's something that you said in your bio that attracted me and I'm going to hit you up on that specific thing whether you're you know into comic books nerds or if you're into like murder mysteries or tv shows or whatever it may be i want to pick up on that and hit you up on that now mm-hmm. on the flip side of it if i was a placeholder you know and, which which you know i i don't say i wouldn't want i, I don't want to be but if i knew someone was going through like I, again, I do a lot of support for the for the single parents, like whether you're a male or a female. And, you know, if I become a support person for a female, that's great. If she's kind of there to put me as a placeholder until she gets better, that's fine. Uh, but, you know, regardless, I, I still I still don't want to objectify that woman. I still want to treat her as if I'm dating her. I want to treat her as if, like, I'm investing time with her, which I I would be, you know. So again, you know, there's two different situations here, right? You can be the person that's being put on the sidelines or, or as a placeholder, or you could be the person putting someone else on the, on the placeholder. Kind of feels like that's the consolation that, prize. That's fine. <laughs> it's like, you, know, you know, it's, I don't know that I would intentionally want to be someone's placeholder, although right. I, I believe that it has happened. <laughs> and I have, I have used right. an X as a placeholder, obviously. If, um, but I don't know that anyone intentionally. I mean, if would it was commu- to be a placeholder. Well, I mean, if it was communicated <laughs> to me that you know uh, that person might want to t- keep it casual, and you know, uh, okay. well, you, friends with benefits. It doesn't even casual. have to be friends with benefits, okay. but if if she want, you know, if you're saying that you want companionship right now during your. During your tough times, I'm okay right. with that. I'm okay with that. 
yeah, yeah. Steph, I, I think, companion I versus think, a partner I think you hit yeah. one of the key things is that you need to be upfront and right. about what your intentions are mm-hmm. you need to be upfront and intentions and this is good this is oh, i mean this is all this is all this is again even in my in my world i need to be upfront and intentions Am I am I dating you because potentially down the road I'm going to see us together as, as man and wife, or am I, eh, you know, okay, I'm just kind of biding my time until Ms. Mm-hmm. Better Right comes right. along and stuff like that. Like that's so that's that's the thing is, is and that's what I, I really try hard to do and stuff because I, you know being single and stuff like that you have multiple males and female friends and I have so, some of them who who uh, who are Christians who are not a Christians and so I was like look you know this is where I'm at this is where I'm going. I just want to be upfront with you. Hey, we can be friends. We can talk. We can hang out. But that's the level that I'm at, at, at right now. And so, so I just want to be, let you make your own decision on how you like that. If you're like, hey, yeah, cool. Well, let's go. We can go walk. We can go hike. We can have a cup of coffee. And we can just keep it keep it on that. I'd be like, great. But you're like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm actually really trying to find somebody right now. And I need to do that. Good. Okay, there mm-hmm. it is. And I think that that would bring a whole lot more respect back in if we really started just sharing about what we feel like. And it's not about diving deep, no. deep into our feelings and past hurt and stuff like that. All you just do is what's your intention. Right. And that's it. And, th- and that's a very simple mm-hmm. thing that we can do is, Hey, I like you. I like to get to know you better. Look, I don't want to move at lightning speed and stuff like that because in the past, say for me, I've moved lightning speed and I got burned a couple of times because of it. So I just want to say, Hey, I just want to do friendship with everybody right now. And if there's something more that comes down, great. But if it's not, then I just want to be upfront. Hey, right now, I'm just yeah. looking for friendship. And I want to be right. upfront with you on that. You know, what intentions are. That level of honesty, I don't think everyone can can do. Yeah. That's the problem. That's why. But well, that's it's def- very appreciated. Yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> on, I from think, a woman's standpoint. I think women, I think women <laughs> here's the thing, well, empowerment, and I'll believe this. Women need to start demanding that from men. What are your, what I, yeah. are your intentions with me? I had that conversation yeah. tonight and with somebody. Do that. What are your intentions yeah. with me? Because here's the thing. You're, you're, you're going to tell by their intentions, by their actions. If their actions aren't mm-hmm. living up to what they're saying, then you know they're not being intentional. And, and that, for women, can save a lot of heartache and pain on that end. You're like, look, what you're saying and your actions, mm-hmm. they're not lining up. So what? W- Either they need to, or we're gonna. We need to. We need to. You know, right, and and again, you know, intention is a huge thing, right? So like, like if if you're not being straightforward, you're not being honest, you're not. Again, it comes from within, right? It, that 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 comfortability and that that honesty comes from within first. Understanding what you need and what you want, and you can project it, project that to the next person, and say, "Hey, I am ready for a relationship." Are you ready for this relationship? You know, because, and I do feel that like I, 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 like just yesterday I was, or this morning I was talking to a friend of mine, you know, and, you know, she asked me a question and I told her, Hey, as long as you have your boundaries and you're living up to your boundaries and you're practicing your boundaries, he, he needs to respect that. And he may actually give you more respect for it. And if he's not giving you that same respect, you don't need to keep him around. You can drop him in a heartbeat. But those boundaries mm-hmm. and those uh, expectations that you laid out in front of him or her, you know, if they're not being met, you're not going to be respected. You're being objectified at that point, like you say. Well, because then the, the man is treating her like a placeholder right. when she feels or, she's or the in a relationship. Woman. Or the woman. So. 
It could be. Yeah. Right, right. Well, you're yeah. you were talking. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that, that you're talking that, to a woman. Sorry. That's how you can <laughs> a lot of placeholder situations if you have conversations up front and going, right. "What are your intentions?" And then back that yeah. up by action. You know, and that'll that'll yeah that'll save a lot of confusion. I'm I'm telling you, ladies, that's how you can get back at men. Is like hold right. them to their word. Hold right. them to their word and go. Yeah. yeah and that's well, well, I I think on the flip side of that, uh, and okay. and we have a couple minutes here. I think on the flip side of that, I think if I ask the same thing from a woman, that's in turn empowering that woman to understand that you're 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 with a man that wants to empower mm-hmm. you, that understands you, that you still have boundaries, and I'd like to know them before I move forward with you, you know? I, I, I'm well, also doing it for that. myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm creating these boundaries. Yeah. It's, it's showing them that, that you that's have value, exactly that you value say. them and respect what, them. If a man yeah. does that, he's showing a woman yeah. for value. He's telling her, hey, I, yeah. value, I value you as a human being. Right. I value you as a woman. You know, what are your intentions yeah. and stuff like right. that and where you go? And, and I ask that question a lot too. I go, well, where do you see yourself? How do you, how do you see this going? Where do you... You know, because and you know what's funny? A lot of women get blown away by that question, right? Because they're like, "Whoa, wait, right. what? no one's ever, no one's asked, ever asked, asked me that." All they're trying to do is get me in bed, right, with All their right. intentions and send me, you know, naked pictures. I mean, that's so. It's like the same thing. It's like, okay, well, what do you, what are your intentions are with me? Are, are we just having fun? Or are we right? And oh my God, there is so much here. I think that we need to do another absolutely, podcast with absolutely. I think that I actually I wrote down something that you said and it about intentional dating i think that would be yeah i, I think a great topic is a very good topic there's there's so much we can unpack on so many different right, levels right. of this conversation we go now now again you know in closing i want to i want to remind people to understand that we are not therapists we're not licensed psychologists or psychiatrists or therapists in any way this is all our own personal experiences and opinions uh, but we are yeah. here to help you. I mean, if yeah. you guys need, uh, you know, a right. ear to, uh, you know, to listen to, if you need some advice, any advice that, that like just pertains to our experience, we're here. Pastor Aaron's here. Uh, um, Karen's here. I'm here. Um, and you guys could definitely leave a message in our podcast. You can, uh, you can even uh, email us. Um, but again, we are not licensed therapists uh, or any or anything like that. Uh, please take this with a grain, a grain of salt. We're trying to make this fun, make this informative for all of you. Um, you know, again, we are all three of us are single parents, and I think we're all three of us are doing a. We're all dating. We're all dating. We're all dating with <laughs> intentions. So like, and we're na- and yeah, we're, we're na- navigating. Yes, we're navigating with, with you, you, the audience. So, um, you know none of us here are perfect we all are all of us are working in our own way so uh and and i like the perspective that we have of of uh, of ian here um you know him being a man of god um you know it it brings a little little clarity to to a lot of people out there that that have a lot of the same beliefs and and are confused and and trying to wade through the waters of dating so um we'll definitely bring uh, Pastor Ian back in this um, again pa- it is Pastor Ian um, hopefully in the near future um, and um, yeah thank you again and you guys have a lovely night leave yes yes leave again I'm sorry yes please. thank you 
Yes, pass. Tell your pass friends about us. <laughs> Listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, please review us. Give us a like. Um, tell your friends and family and everyone. This is not just for single parents. This is for general relationship talk also. Because, you know, just because you have, have no kids or never been married, you guys have been through a long, long-term relationship. And you have gone through the same things as we have of loss and pain. So just, again, share you know, and learn. And, and, and again, if you, if you feel in any way that we are touching you and, and you guys are feeling in any way um, validated by this, please leave us a review and, and, and help us keep, keep this podcast going. All right. Thank you guys. You guys. Thanks guys. For having no me. problem. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye.